till these set is finished We'll never stop, we'll never quit We'll never drop, till it's over with We'll never stop, we'll never quit We'll never drop, until these set is Good day, everybody, good day, good day Hope everyone is being blessed today Whether you woke up feeling blessed whether you're going through your midday right now maybe you've gotten a few uh, obstacles in your way or so forth um, but overall seeing the blessings and everything that you're doing or you're ending your day right now and you've had the accumulation of blessings and obstacles and just thanking God that the day has been successful because you're alive and you've been able to gain some knowledge today. However you're catching this episode and this podcast, I hope it's in good spirit and good faith. Because right now you have turned into the Blue Book presented to you by C-Rep Ministries. And hosted by your boy Blue. We live in interesting times. 2020. It was May 3rd of 2020. And we have definitely reached some type of give and take. Don't know how much give, I don't know how much take, but hopefully it'll balance out and we know that God has his hand on those who seek him and those who uh, believe in him. And for those who may not or have not or will not, we pray for them that they do see it and they do come to the Lord. Today, we're going to be in the Old Testament again. And we're going to be talking about something that's very very interesting I think to not only me but to you as well because it is going to be some old knowledge um, about what God can and will do You have to understand something very, 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 very important. God is able. God is able. Okay? We get in caught in situations that we know are extremely tough for us to overcome. I speak for myself as well as, as I speak for probably those who are going to feel this message very, very deeply. Whether it's an addiction, whether it's depression, whether it's um, a continuous nagging of issues, whether it's stress, anxiety, whatever it may be, the little small demons that are clinging on to you, our God, 
the God, the God, the one and only Alpha and Omega is able and able to deliver. No questions asked. Okay. And before we even get into that, we got to definitely say our pledge. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior to whom kingdom it stands. One Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty to all who believe. Okay. I'd like to guys break out your Bibles, whether it's on your desktop, laptop, Android, Apple, iPod, whatever it may be, or even the good book itself in front of you. Let's open it up to the book of Daniel. And we're going to be in the third chapter. And we're going to be studying both <clears throat> 17 and 18 verse. Primarily 17th, but it goes into the 18th. Okay? Our God is able. The God we serve is able. Okay? So, before we get into the word, let's pray about it. Father, we thank you. We thank you for letting us once again open your good word up. The word of truth. The true blue truth. The guiding of life. The basic instructions before leaving earth. We ask you to articulate and to generate understanding with us. So we can comprehend what you are wanting us to hear and know in your word we ask the holy spirit to come down right now and to let us know what it is we need to know today about the word about your message and how you want us to perceive it lead us guide us and direct us the way you see fit and we are we are willing vessels to do that and to get the meat and potatoes of the word from you today and Jesus is great mighty holy name amen okay so we should be in Daniel chapter 3 verse 17 and that says in the amplified version that is I read out the amplified this is my diet this is my meat and potatoes okay Whatever version of the Bible you have, fantastic. If it helps you in your spiritual diet and you can comprehend it, 100% fine with it. We're going to be going over very, a whole bunch of different versions. So, don't worry. We will get to yours. And if we don't, email us. Let us know what version you use. We'll use that one too. 8LU8OK at gmail.com. Let us know. Okay? So, out of the Amplified. Daniel, chapter 3, verse 17. If our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the fiery burning furnace, he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. Okay. So, the statement 
is if God can do one thing, God could do another. And he's kind of telling the king to go take his opinion and his his threat to the other side of the moon. If you ask me, this is actually pretty uh, pretty sassy. Okay? Because the king is like, if, if our God can take us out this fiery furnace, which in all, in all actuality should have burnt me up like a turkey, he can deliver us from you. And that's very, very, very brave to say to this king. Or to any king for that matter. Okay? The point in this verse, this particular verse, is don't think because you've done one thing, I'm going to relent now. Just because you put my hands to fire, so to speak, you think now I'm going to think of God any less? No. Your the, the the power of of the enemy of evil of darkness the power of darkness is throw shade. Okay, whether it's shade of verbiage or shade of actual illustration, it's a throw shade. Okay, evil has no care about your feelings although they say they do or he says he does he doesn't he's a he's a he's a morale booster that's all he is okay you only give evil the power and evil can only do what you allow it to do and we all struggle with these things all of us struggle with these things. We struggle with all types of different um, issues that we go through. From the day we were born to today. All the struggles, all the journeys, all the missions, all the hurdles you had to get through to get to today. Yeah, really think about it. I bet you 99% of you listening to this message right now, this podcast... You can look back at your life and say, man, I should have been dead. Man, I shouldn't be here. Man, you know, that really worked in my favor. You know, me being here right now is a miracle. Probably. Most people probably are here by, by miracle. The kind of stuff we get into? Absolutely. But evil only works with what you give it like any job or anything like that the top dude they only have enough authority of the, of the top dude gives it you think of it this way there's a lot of little demons running around this world this earth a lot of little demons like little like little piranhas just flapping around once one, one latches onto you it latches onto you and it gets in there you know you call, obviously you're not going to feel it physically like you know a bite or anything But you're going to feel it spiritually. Supernaturally, so to speak. You're going to feel the drain of your energy. You're going to feel the the, the, the the impulsing of wanting to do something you shouldn't do. You're going to 
I feel the pull, the flesh. And something you'll watch, something you'll hear, something you'll see on the internet or on TV or something. That little drop, that little idea, a little brain fart will jump right into your head. And you're like, man, I need to, I need to curb this, this issue. I need to curb this, this snack. And you'll do whatever you need to do to curb that, that itch, that scratch. Scratch that itch, whatever. You know what I mean? We give evil its power because we allow evil to continue to throw an itch at us. Now, is there any real way to stop all itches? No. There's no, there's no real antidote or real secret to stop itches. Itches are going to happen. Problem is, is that what are you going to do? Are you going to scratch that itch? Or are you going to change your process of thinking and reevaluate what's going on in your mind? Most times, going to the Bible, reading a verse, praying over the Bible, getting into the Word helps. I myself have fallen short. My fair share of times I still do. And I'm still going to learn how to get into the Bible when I have a, a itch. And we will always have it because that's what makes us human. If you don't have an itch, how do you know you're human? Kind of like nerves. If you don't have any nerves in your leg, how do you know you have legs? You see them, okay, but how do you know you have them? Because you visually see them? Perception is deception. You don't know that. See so a guy walking around with pants on. And you're walking just fine, you think he has all his legs, you lift his leg up, but he has titanium uh, rods from the knee down. You think perception is deception, because it's reality, because you think the person has full legs, and this person goes, whoa, look at that, titanium. Don't believe everything you see, nor read. Okay? So, Again, a bold statement. If our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning furnace, which is pretty pretty, pretty uh, tough. No one said being in that furnace was an easy, easy task. Then he's able to deliver us out of your hand, O okay? King. So, our God, we trust, believe in, and have faith in, and all that good other stuff. If he could do that, he could take us from there. Okay? Verse 18, but if not, again, whoa, 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 but if not, if there is there a doubt? Mm -hmm. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we will not serve your God or worship the golden image which you are have set up. And that's going to be in Job 13, 15, and Acts 4, 19, and 20. Wow, that's a statement right there. Holy Lord, it's a whole, holy, that's a statement. Even if our God don't come through, we're not bowing down to your God or your statutes or your way of thinking. That's a very bold statement. That's like, that's like a real birdie in the face. Real birdie in the face right there. The amount of faith and boldness just in these two verses is incredible. Incredible. You're telling me these guys have this much boldness 
to be able to tell the king, <laughs> you can, you know where you can shove it. Our God, if our, our God can do this, he can do that. And even if he doesn't do it, for whatever reason he doesn't do it, I'm not going to bow down to you. So here we go. This is a very good point to make, okay? We live in a world right now that's consumed by negativity. Consumed by an unseen enemy that we have no remedy for, okay? There's a lot of shots in the dark. A whole lot of things that we could think it could be doing. But we really don't know, okay? So let's use this again. Use these two verses as if it was about today. For the God whom we serve is able to deliver us from day-to-day -day situations like going out and catch this virus. He will deliver us from the virus's grasp. Okay? So, if he can protect me, he's not going to give it to me. And even if I do get sick, I'm not letting the sickness control my life. There are plenty of survivors, plenty of survivors, not letting it control me. And I'm not going to bow to it. This is where a lot of people have a hard time with because in the, in, in the midst of what was perceived to be godly failure, isn't godly failure, is godly not right now. The persecution of, believer, of, of the believer is a billion times better than the persecution of a non-believer. Or those one not walking with God, so to speak. Because honestly, we don't know who does and who doesn't. We have no idea who does and who doesn't. Kind of like this virus. We have no idea who has it. Because not enough testing. If I took a hundred people right now, line them up, and asked them if they're all they all believe in God, chances are a good proportion of them will say yes. If I asked them all the same question about Jesus, do you believe in Jesus? Hmm, a little less, but most say yes. I'm a, or, or they or they would say they're a Christian of some of some magnitude. Okay. Then I would say to them, how many of you have are saved? That diminishes down more. So you go from 100 to probably 70 to probably 50, now to probably 30. That are actually that are actually self-proclaimed saved. Now those 30 people that maybe say they're saved, then you ask them the particulars. Okay, so what makes you think you're saved? Well, you know, I did a prayer. Da -da 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 -da. Okay, do you are you being discipled? Are you reading your word? Are you listening to programs? Are you watching TV? And most chances are they're not. Because they're not being disciple properly. The person who led them in the prayer of salvation didn't follow through and get them discipled and get them on the right course. And there are some there are some ministries that I must say who are excellent about that now. They're excellent about you saying the salvation prayer and then following up with you, giving you good, you know, beginner's food, spiritual food to read, to pray. Um, you know, 
the stuff that matters. You see? Our God, if he can do this, can do that. And if he doesn't do that for some reason, I'm still not going to bow down. Still not going to give up to you. Our God is able. Is able. Our God is able. Okay? To deliver. Fantastic stuff. Alright. So. Let's see what we have here. Okay. So the new international version says, If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to, is able to deliver us from it. So he's not saying he's going to do it. He's able to do it. Okay. So it's not like, oh, he's going to, he's going to take us out. There is. There is a a level of uncertainty. Not because they don't believe, but because that's human nature to have uncertainty. So it's not uncommon to have uncertainty. So <clears throat> and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. So he's not saying if he doesn't. He's already saying right here. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from you. So he's not even saying if not. He's not even putting that doubt in there. He put it in the beginning. The NIV said in the beginning, we serve is able. So he put the reasonable doubt right there in the beginning without even going further. Okay? Okay? The ESV version says, if this be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and he will deliver us of your hand, O king. So, the only one that had a reasonable doubt in scripture so far has been the Amplified where it says on the beginning of the 18th, but if not, let it be known. Okay? We will not worship the golden images which you're, uh, that you have set up. So none of them say that. They just say his his hand. Okay. Yeah, because we haven't gone that far. But he is making it moan. If okay, so the KJV says, if it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning furnace, and He will deliver us out of thine hand. So all of them pretty much say the same thing at this point. NASB. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from your fiery flaming furnace. And he will and he will deliver us out of your hand. NLT, if we are thrown into the furnace, the God whom we serve is able to save us. He will rescue us from your powerful hand. So there is no doubt in the 17th verse. If the God we serve exits, then he can rescue us from the furnace of the blazing fire. And he can rescue us from the power of you, the king. Okay. So pretty much just dropping it. Okay. So let's see what the second verse says. The 13th verse says. But if not, but even if he doesn't, we want you to know, your majesty, we will not serve your gods or worship the image of a golden you have set up. That's an NIV. ESV says... But if not, be it known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image. Okay? KJV. But if not, 
be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy God or worship the golden image that you have set up. NASB. But even if he doesn't, let it be known to you, O king, that we are not going to serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. NLT. But even if he doesn't, we we want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will not serve your gold, your gods or your or worship the golden statue. And our S our CSB. But even if he does not rescue us, we want you we want you as king to know that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image. Statue. So it's making it very known. Okay. Let's go down the list here and see what we have going on here now. Oh, you're now like six different versions. Okay. The ASB, same thing. Okay, let's see. The Bible in basic English, which is the BBE version. If our God, whom servant we, we whose servants we are, is able to keep us safe from the, the burning flaming furnace and from your hand, O King, he will keep us safe. That's just reassurance, that's all that is. Reassurance. Okay. Common English Bible. C E B. If our God, the one we serve, is able to rescue us in the fiery furnace from your power. Your Majesty, then let him rescue rescue us. Basically saying, if this is what you want, and we're proving it, let it be. And then you can do about it anyway. Um, that's the same thing. Same thing. Most of us. Most of them, but pretty much the same thing. So far, they've been pretty much the same thing. I don't see anything too, too crazy yet. Let's see. All right, the N G N T A, the Good News Translation says, "If the if the God whom we serve is able to save us from the furnace and from the power, then He will." Pretty direct. Nothing too wordy about that. Simple. Everything now. Everything is back on the same page. Okay. The NIV Reader's Version. NIRV. We might be thrown into the blaming furnace, but the God we serve is able to bring us out of it alive. He will save us from the powerful, your powerful hand. Well, pretty, that's pretty bold. And everything else seems pretty much now back on. Oh, here's this is pretty wordy. The White Cliff version, W Y C, for. Why our God, whom we worship, may relish us from the chimney of burning, uh, burning, fire burning, and, deli and may deliver 
from their, thy hands, thou king. For our God, whom we worship, can rescue us from the furnace of burning fire and can save us from thy hands, O king. Nothing yeah. too crazy there. Same stuff. So, hopefully, that message is getting across to everyone right now. Is that God, if God can do one, God can do another. He's not limited by circumstance. That's for sure. God is not limited by circumstance. What God is limited by is worship. Okay? God is limited to what you do. God ain't limited to anything else. Okay? So, if you believe in God, and you trust God, which, you know, shouldn't be too difficult, then God is limited. Because he knows you recognize what he's doing. But if you don't, then he is. God, only, God works on his own time card, which is painfully obvious a lot of the times, because it's not our timing. And God doesn't say, no, uh, I'm not going to bless you. God's going to say, it's just some timing. I don't think God ever says no. I think God just says, okay, well, it just is the time right now for that. You know what I mean? Um, but, he's able. And that's the point, is he's able. He's able to do what he wants, when he wants to do it, and it's in his timing. Now, if that, for some reason, doesn't match up with our timing, well, that's nothing for us to worry about, because we just got to be patient. But whatever you're going through, whatever it is that you seem to be going through in your life, God is able to deliver you from that. Okay? And that's the point tonight. Is that God is able to deliver you from anything you're going through. If God could do one, God could do many. God could do what he wants to do whenever he wants to do it. And it's fantastic that he's able to do that. So, if you're struggling with something. Addiction persuasion, anxiety, stress, or the several other things you could be suffering from that you need deliverance from. Let's start with the let's start with a prayer of salvation. Okay? Because nine times out of ten, a renewal of salvation is the kickstart that gets things moving. So let's renew and if you haven't renewed or you don't know Jesus, just pray this prayer with me. Okay? Either or. Let's do it. Father, I thank you for allowing for this time. I believe Jesus is your son. And I believe he came down to earth to die on the cross to save me and to deliver me from my sins. He rose again and he showed us the way. I want Jesus to come into my heart as my personal Lord and Savior. To lead me, guide me, and direct me in his ways. 
I thank you for my salvation. I thank you for blessing me. I ask Jesus to help me and to be the Savior and the guide of my life. In Jesus' mighty name, thank you. Amen. Now, if you said that prayer and you really meant that prayer, and you're struggling with something, no matter what it is, it's bugging you, it's clinging on to you, it's, you're trying to fight it, and it's, you know it's not God. So you can't do it in the glory of God. Say this prayer of me. Father, I ask you to help me. Help me with my struggles. Whatever that may be, do your will and help me seek you when I run into these difficult times. Show me the way through this and fulfill my heart with your presence and to be able to be a part of your plan in Jesus name Amen if you said either one of those, those two prayers or just individual or together please email us 8lu8ok at gmail.com let us know let us know if you pray the prayer of situation addiction struggles or if you prayed the prayer of salvation or both let us know we would like to extend and help get you started be a disciple be a discipleship and and be there for you a lot of people don't go to Jesus because people other people of power in God's kingdom and some they're not have made a bad example of what it is to follow Jesus and I myself have gone through that so I understand it but we need to know and learn that Jesus it ain't Jesus's fault what people do Jesus wants to give you the opportunity so emails 8lu8ok at gmail.com and let us know it's been a great message God is able to deliver always remember fear and respect God follow Jesus and let the Holy Spirit flow through you like a Russian river until next time until next time and until next time Jesus strong we'll never quit we'll never drop till it's over with we'll never stop we'll never quit we'll never drop until he's satisfied thought that was it right